Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, depending upon where on the planet you are catching us live. My name is Andrew Jupin. This is On Screen Live, and uh, we are here to talk about box office numbers, react to some trailers, react to some real, real nerdy shit. By the way, happy Monday. Happy, uh, this is the longest I can go without having to hear about Easter until next year. I uh, hope you all had a good weekend. I'm going to bring in some dudes who I hope had some great weekends of their own. First up, you know him, you love him, Mr. Eric Siska. Oh, great weekend. You know, you found yeah. the colored eggs. Oh, sure, Where dude. Them yeah. eggs? I was Where asking eggs. <laughs> all weekend. Were you wearing the t-shirt, dude? Beaver Patrol. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's a, a, Easter's a family affair. That's true. <laughs> uh, speaking of family affairs, one of the family-friendliest dudes around. You know him, you love him. Chris Cabin. In the end of the film was released to mixed reviews, and then I punched John Carradine right in the mouth. <laughs> right across the mouth because of his toothy stupid grin. What? Oh, wait. What? Put down oh. the Ulmer, dude. Sorry. Put down the Ulmer oh, biography. Sorry. Stupid. Sorry. Sorry. Toothy grin? Was stupid that? Yeah. Well, John Carradine, he had a stupid toothy grin. <laughs> he uh, had a stupid very, toothy grin. <laughs> good, good actor. Very good actor. But yeah, he did have a stupid toothy grin, and Ulmer uh, uh, agreed with me. Bit long in the tooth, yeah. A little, little bit, a little bit. Uh, so what do you read there? An autobiography from uh, Edward G. Ulmer? Oh, no, I was making fun of It's a book about Edgar, Edgar G. Ulmer, uh, and I was just making a oh, joke. Oh, man. Joke. I thought it was his autobiography. He was, like, <laughs> talking shit about yeah. the Carradine dynasty. No, that's just me making fun of in his voice, uh, doing, oh, of course, sure. a very a great disservice to a director I like quite a bit. Ulmer <laughs> uh, rules, dude. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, we should say, of course, Steve Sadek, not here because he is still trying to find them eggs, dude. He is oh, yeah. a 40-year-old man trying to win an Easter egg hunt against a bunch of kids right now. And he's not uh, he's yeah. not above globe trotting for eggs. Ooh. He will go Ooh. he will go to Morocco to find them eggs. He will go yeah. to <laughs> the farthest ends of the universe to find eggs. I'm he's more a of a man. local egg guy. I, you know? I know. Oh, I, you like to get your, your your farm fresh eggs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're needed. I I I prefer that as well, Eric. <laughs> uh, well, hey, gang, we got a lot to get to today. And first up, as always, we got to run them numbers. This is Highest Gross. Holy, oh, yeah. I love that funky music, man. Gets me ready to talk about box office numbers like you would not believe. Um, so let's get into it. Top five. We're still kicking it at this point. Scream six. Nice. Yeah. Yes. There Everyone go see it again. That's right. <laughs> because of our posters are in it. And that's why it's doing so well. Hasn't even gotten to scream six at the box office. That's the new right. trailers, the new trailers, of course, are highlighting our posters. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I've oh, seen yeah. them. They're, they're, they're quite nice. They're, <laughs> you know, they're look, little 30 second spots or nothing crazy, but they just show the posters and still images and that's it. The and I really appreciate that. From a show you may or may not heard of. Uh, yeah, man. Week five, 3.3 mil. Hey, doing better than fucking Shazam, too. That's, uh, well, yes. That's what I'll say. Even there, on man. VOD, it seems. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Scream is, uh, you can rent it, right? Or no, is I it was, like buy Sh digitally? I, I was making uh, a reference to the fact that Shazam just uh -huh. went on VOD and oh. didn't, even, didn't even debut at one. Debuted at three. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah not Shazam, great. Shazam. Not Shazam great, Zach. Uh, and then so 
Number four, man, I predicted it. We were going to be having some stuff about dudes rising mm-hmm. here in at number four on the weekend. Air. There yes. it is. <laughs> air. Now, I know Chris and I both saw Air. We'll talk about it a little later in the That's program. Right. But, yeah. Enjoyable right. movie. Uh, we'll and, talk you know, about it later in the program. Hey, 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 calm down. But what we can say here is not too shabby Amazon Studios who uh, – Seems to vacillate between not giving a flying shit about theatrical engagement and then, you know, they stumble into shit like this. This is the second, like, kind of bigger Hollywood director because they had that, um, Chris, what was that Clooney movie? Uh, oh, Tender God. Bar. The Tender Bar. Which I'm yeah, sure yeah. is a very nice motion picture, but like they could not have hidden that movie from audiences harder if they tried. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I here got- it's cool to see air 14.4 million. The bummer though, like these fucking streamers, man, they love waggling the fucking checkbook out. They paid $125 million to get the movie. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> and we're, well, of course we are going to talk about the movie later, but like, I, I if you see the movie, like, it definitely did not cost like even close to that much to make. At no. All. Oh no, just, just bid, no bidding war, you know, bidding yeah, yeah. war shit and and whatever. Well, and, at least they know. put it out in the theaters. I'll say yes, that about I, it. I'm absolutely, about absolutely. Um, you know, so up next at three, little bit of a surprise here because it's kind of like you know a lot of these things you see sort of go down a step at a time unless it's a massive Shazam two esque failure. But skipping two and flopping down to three. Dungeons and Dragons this week, folks. Wow. Uh, down to three at week two, only $14.5 million. Um, so, you know, I know there were other things distracting at the box office this weekend, but uh doesn't bode well for word of mouth for I'm not, Honor Among Thieves here. I'm not going to uh, blade this at the the shortcomings of Dungeons and Dragons, of which there is there are many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I more uh, lend this to, like, the almost radioactive awesomeness of John Wick 4. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that this yeah. fucker is still uh, striding in there like this. Yep. I I, I, it, I don't think it's Dungeon's fault necessarily, which again, like I said, is a little bit better than it, than it had to be. Uh, yeah. And, and therefore I can't really give it too much shit, but John Wick 4 has just been blowing things out of the water. Yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah. and then obviously the debut of Super Mario Brothers that every family oh. went to. It's, yes, yes, exactly. It's, it, you're going to be third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, John Wick. Again, though, the fourth of something, it's so much better than it has any right to be. I think. I think it's, I think it's my favorite John Wick. Oh, fuck. It, it oh, shit. Be. Oh, fuck. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's up there for me as well. It's I think. Good one. I think the, and what I like about it is there is, uh, even though I know there's already talk about a fifth one, it does feel like the ending. Like it does, yep. like, well, uh, there feels like this is finality. Although I, who knows, of course, there's going to be a fucking like zombie John Wick. Or it's going to be a prequel series. Yes, Come on. Course. Yeah. Sure. The prequels, sure. I, I don't mind that. If that, if that's what happens, whatever. But like, yeah. If this is if this really does end up being the end of John Wick the character, I would be so happy, and I actually would probably bump this up a, a bit. It would be great if that was yeah. the yeah. case, but they're probably going to do like the Fast and the Furious type of stuff where it's like, oh, oh that, all this movie takes place between three and four. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then uh oh, Han was yeah. alive the whole time. Well, I know they have the Anna de Armas ballerina thing, which they tease in for you see her in the background. Yes, um, but. Uh, Which was uh, a cool tease. I was like, yeah. oh, neat. She's in this movie. Uh, 
I'm but sure no. you're gonna like figure it out once that movie comes I out. Just, but like, I don't oh, know some that, like uh, some things happening concurrently. Maybe yeah, I, that's what I get the feeling. And I Got don't. It. But I don't think Ste I don't think Stahelski is directing that. I don't think so either. No, yeah, it's the, some piece of trash. I think. I, I think <laughs> it's what I think it's Underworld guy. Yeah, Len Wiseman. Oh, Len Wiseman. Oh, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, were, yeah. were oh, uh, kind of right, Eric. First of all, him, and then just like these spinoffs where. You know, Keanu brings so much to those movies. Yes, just and so does Chad Stahalski. You know yes, what I mean? exactly. Yeah. Just imagine that's the combo. Someone else trying to do it. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna talk a lot about coins and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, more interesting shit to like pile on John Wick for being awesome. Um, so this movie in its four, what are we a third week here? Whereas. D&D is in its second week. So John Wick 4, been out longer. Also, John Wick on just about 250 fewer screens than D&D. Wow. So it's it's doing that thing where like it's, it's boy. theaters are coming off because new stuff is coming in. But like, it's still holding in, man. Still holding in. Uh, and then, yes, of course, the unstoppable. <sighs> The big bad Super yeah. Mario Brothers movie from Universal, uh, 146.3 million on the weekend, which turned out to be uh, 204,628,865 for the five day weekend. Uh, they started having shows on on Wednesday uh, of last week. And, it's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. But I think part yeah. of the reason why is also because it's 93 minutes. So you can have like multiple show times in yep. a day. Absolutely. John Wick is only playing at the local cinema two showings a yeah. day because it's so fucking long. Yep. Absolutely. I, that's it's also it's uh, a finally, finally, finally a kids movie to take down fucking the uh, Puss in Boots three or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, yeah. To, oh, the right. Last, the last wish. Yeah. That's yeah right. Like, that's the big thing is like, finally, there's a new kids movie. Was out, that your wish? Now, your that was my wish? last. My yeah. last wish was for last wish to get out of the top 10. Nice. Uh, I don't know if it did. It might still be hanging in at the very bottom. I don't oh, know. You know what? I'll uh, I'll check because <laughs> I, I've, I've been kind of laughing about this for a while because it is still somewhere on the charts. It's sure not it in it's not in the top 10, though. Oh, thank God. None. Uh, it's kind of let's see what the uh, it's 14th. OK, uh, so it's where it should be. It should be way lower than that, dude. This constitutes its 16th week in release. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, something interesting uh, down at the... Oh, where was it? Is it gone now? Oh, here it is. Like, so this shit... Box office numbers are fascinating to me. Obviously, I fucking foisted this segment into the show. But week 19, okay? We're in April. Yeah. The film Violent Night is still on 25 screens somewhere <laughs> in this country. What the fuck? This must be like the uh second uh, run movie. It's got yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it made $3,000 this weekend. Like, yeah, what, insane. what business does that have doing business still? It's very more than, more than I made this weekend. <laughs> that's only true. only made 3 eggs. Not well, <laughs> Eric, that's because you weren't down at the bus station with us collecting quarters. Right. I <laughs> see you you were poo-pooing that off the air, dude. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the good folks don't are not privy to our bus station conversation. <laughs> that's the thing is some stuff is just for us. Folks. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so let's take a look around the art market really quickly. Uh, here's some stuff that we actually uh, have either seen or chatted about uh, here or there previously. So paint uh, from IFC was released uh, this weekend. Uh, 750 K. 
Not bad. Um, but I didn't even know it, it came was out. on. It was on eight hundred and nineteen screens. So yeah. not great. Uh, yeah, it, it came out. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly came out. Uh, I I haven't seen it. I have no. I have not seen a lot of good buzz about it. I still think the trailer looks kind of funny, but you know, I will catch it. Uh, didn't see if that was day and date actually uh, with I, streaming. I don't think so. I mean, like the VO, like the thing with that is like, I, I'm all for the project to finally get Owen Wilson another starring vehicle that doesn't suck. Although I'm not sure if he ever has like a starring starring vehicle. I'm not sure if Behind Enemy Lines isn't that good. Like, oh, it's uh, a terrible movie. Yeah, as a like, of fact. I can't the hot really take from uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> I, but that's yeah, good like, job remembering that movie. I can't think of like a genuine, like a movie he's led that's good, but he's well, always is, been a good is, character guy. Is there anyone else starring alongside him in comedy classic Hall Pass? Hall Pass. Uh, it's him Sudeikis. and Sudeikis. Oh, and that's like a 50-50 bill there, about, you think? Yeah, just about. Oh, I mean, I think Owen Wilson is the more prominent of the two. Like, Sadek is a little bit more skeevier than he is. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, they're they about have equal time in that movie. Got it. Um, he, he hasn't even led. He hasn't led a ton of movies at all, no. right? Like, um, <clears throat> Drill Bit Taylor I, is the only one that comes to mind. Oh, I think that's what I was thinking when I asked about Hall Pass, actually, because I'm trying to remember like posters where he's the only person on it, and I think Drill Bit Taylor was one of those. Right? Someone, someone in the chat thinking. says you, me, and Dupree, but remember, you're forgetting. Me and Dupree, then it's <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Kevin Dillon and some lady, Matt Dillon and oh, Kate Matt Dillon. Hudson, wow, you got Matt Dillon. I think it's Matt Dillon and Kate Hudson. I that sounds that. that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's that's out yeah. in release. We didn't get a chance to see it yet. Uh, no. Good stuff. call, Doctor Jammer. Midnight in Paris. That was a uh, he was definitely the lead of that film. There he, oh, was. he was. That's true. That's true. <laughs> By the way. Uh, Got to got to call it out because I did talk about it off the air, but Doctor Jammer just a fantastic fucking handle. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, well done, Doctor. Good, uh, good job on your doctorate as well, sir. <laughs> oh yes, yes, your, your hammer uh, doctorate. Uh, as anyway, so moving on here, just more art market stuff. Cabin, you saw how to blow Whoa! up a pipeline. This came out. And this is getting a lot of nice, nice words here. This is from uh, Neon 120K. Now, you like this, dude? Oh, it's really good. You should go uh, find a, a place you can see it. Uh, uh, I, Daniel, uh, it's, I'm going to say this wrong, Daniel Goldhaber, I think is the director's name. Okay. Uh, he's the guy who did Cam for uh, Netflix a couple years ago. Very good. Uh, it's about a Cam girl, and she starts having oh. like, a split personality thing going on. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that coming Very, out. Yeah. Quite good movie, and this is uh, a huge growth, uh, a, a step one movie removed. It's quite a big growth, I would say. Uh, go see it. I don't want to write uh, the. The title actually does kind of tell you what's going on. Sure, uh, they're <laughs> eco terrorists in yes. some degree, right? Yes. Um, it's it's not night moves. They're not being shady about it. This is oh you no, know, it's pretty obvious. Night Moves, a supremely uh, underseen Kelly Reichardt film. Um, the thing about How to Blow Up a Pipeline, if you are looking for it, by the way, it's still in very limited release, uh, only on 12 screens this weekend. This week's episode is brought to you by Tushy. Now, listeners, spring has awoken, and that means it's time to clean. Sure, you should take a look at your closet that's doubling as an ant colony and maybe take a look at what that pulsating thing underneath your couch is. You know what else needs a fresh spring cleaning? That's right, I'm talking about your Xander Berkeley. 
Every day, people use rolls of wasteful toilet paper to wipe their Xander Berkeleys. No more, I say. It's time for everyone to switch to the sustainable Hello Tushy Bidet, which gets your Xander Berkeley twice as sparkly clean while simultaneously cleaning up your impact on the planet. Now, folks, Tushy was nice enough to send me one of their bidets, and while my learned and cultured wife has long preferred cleaning her Xander Berkeley with a bidet, I am a convert to the experience. I was hesitant to give up my handy roll of toilet paper, but I have to admit that it barely took 24 hours of cleaning my Xander Berkeley with the Hello Tushy bidet to make me set fire to my shed full of emergency toilet paper. It cleans better and it allows you to be environmentally responsible literally while you're going to the bathroom. The Hello Tushy Bidet cleans your Xander Berkeley better than wiping while also preventing poo particles from spreading to your hand and from there onto everything you touch. The bidet attaches to your existing toilet and requires no electricity or plumbing to install. It cuts toilet paper used by 80% and pays for itself within a few months. And don't forget the Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. There's no reason not to give it a try and give your Xander Berkeley a real upgrade. With over 100,000 five-star reviews, see why millions of people already love Hello Tushy and be a part of taking care of business the cleaner way. Go to hellotushy.com forward slash WHM and use promo code WHM to get 10% off plus free shipping on your first bidet order. That's hellotushy.com slash WHM for 10% off. Your Xander Berkeley will thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life moves so fast. When do you have time to reflect? You're always jumping from one hurdle to the next, trying to make ends meet, and ideally trying to stay on top of everything. When's the last time you learned something new about yourself? When was the last time you checked in with yourself? I've been going to therapy for almost a decade, and I really think it's the best place to connect with yourself and learn about yourself while working through it with a trained professional. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. BetterHelp.com slash W-H-M. Um, and then speaking of, because I was curious about this, we're uh, getting things all mixed up here. Where are we going? Uh, speaking of Kelly Reichardt, her new one showing yeah. up, uh, came out very, very limited New York and LA only, uh, to around 67K on four screens, which is nice. Um, and you can catch our coverage of this on the New York Film Festival episode of On Screen Live that aired last year, um, where we gave our thoughts on that. Mostly positive to mixed, uh, but check mm-hmm. out the episode and uh, check out the movie and see for yourself. Um, and then the last art market thing, Joyland, which was a big uh, film at Toronto. And I 
think it was also at Sundance. Um, Oscilloscope put this out very limited release. Uh, I just wanted to start spreading the word about it. Love uh, the work at Oscilloscope and what those folks put out. This movie is uh, supposed to be very, very good. It's a really good movie. Uh, worth uh, seeking out. Uh, now, single screen. Uh, yeah. This is about <clears throat> this is about jerk off instruction land or what is this? Yes. No, 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 no. It's not J O I. It's J O Y. I watched, I watched the wrong movie. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one yeah. about the jerk. What's J O Y? I don't know what that is. I've never felt that before. Oh, yes. you've never felt joy. Well, maybe maybe one of these days, dude. Yeah. Including. Uh, maybe when we go on tour, which is happening, folks, uh, this is happening. So uh, we'll take a little break here and do some plugs. But uh, you know what? 420. It's a big week. Uh, big day eight. It's the high holiday. But we'll be doing a virtual live show all about King Kong. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh. Pete <laughs> Jackson going to be going King crazy. Kong. Ooh, uh, indeed. And this is... Uh, Moment House, uh, our good friends at Moment House, trying to find the banner for that so folks can get the info. But uh, yeah, moment.co slash we hate movies. That's uh, the ticketing space for that. I'm pumped, man. It's going to be a great day. It's the high yep. holiday. Yep. We're doing this fun as fuck live show. And then I just found out the new season of Beavis and Butthead premieres on Paramount Plus the same day. <laughs> oh, really? So I'm. Uh, are you going to be able to focus? That's that's the question. <laughs> are you going to be able to? Because I've been. I'm watching King Kongs from all over eras right now. Yes. Getting ready. I'm getting into shape, much like a Rocky montage. I'm watching the <laughs> Jeff Bridges King Kong. I'm watching the original yep. King Kong. Absolutely. I'm doing what you're supposed to be doing. But if Beavis and Butthead is out, I, I that might swing my focus. I can't know about shit like this. It's well, dude. I think for me, it's going to be like Christmas morning, right? Like I wake up on 4:20 at like six o'clock in the morning. You know. Put some music on, start rolling, get into that early morning Beavis and Butthead, you know, sure. watch, watch the episode and then kind of like prep for Kong. Get for the too rest high, of the fall asleep, wake up <laughs> well after midnight. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, the show happened with precisely, you. dude. Uh, but after 420 uh, in the month of May, yep. we're going on an airplane and going west. We'll be in San Francisco on the 18th mm -hmm. uh, talking about this one, folks. Star Trek Four: The uh, Voyage Home, one of my fucking faves, because it's just, well, it's just so gosh darn weird. It's weird. It's fun. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. It's going to oh, yeah. be a really great show at Cobb's Comedy Club. So you're going to want to say hello, computer, and uh, <laughs> get your tickets now. Dude, we should, uh, we should find some old ass Apple II mice. And bring them on stage and just sort of talk into them. Hello, like a computer. Oh, see, <laughs> computer. oh, why you got a look? You got a mouse. That's unbelievable. Wired. Oh. Wow. Oh man. Yeah. Haven't seen one of those in a long time, dude. <laughs> oh, please don't hit yourself <laughs> yeah, in the please, face with Eric, that. Please. Uh, professional. Don't worry. Uh -huh. That's right. And we will be super professional in Los Angeles on May twenty second, talking about twins. It's gonna be a raucous one, folks. Oh this one yeah. Has been Long separated, on the grill. Separated at birth. Can you believe it? How ridiculous is the premise of this movie? You are my. You are the afterbirth, Danny. <laughs> oh no! The garbage that came out after. That they is why you have together. To oh no! See, <laughs> we get thought, it out now. I thought get you it were out the now. Placenta. Yes, yeah, get it oh, out. Oh, it's now. gonna come. Oh no, no, it's gonna be. No. It's gonna reform. It's, do you want people fucking throwing up at the Hollywood Improv? Yes, dude? we do. That's come the aim. throw up at the Hollywood Improv. Just tip the server. <laughs> if you throw yes. up pretty well yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be big vomit night 
If yes. you throw up, dude, that is, and this goes not just for our show, but like anywhere. If you throw up at like a restaurant or something where there's like a server and a table involved, like mm. that's a two hundred percent tip. I'm oh, sorry yeah, to sure. tell you. I'm oh, sorry yeah. to tell you. Got, you you got to do it quite. <laughs> you got to make up for it. Uh, and then uh, in June uh, on the fifteenth, we're going to be in. Um, New Brunswick, New Jersey, at the State Theater, uh, New Jersey. Talking the Birdcage is a very special Pride event. It's a very rare We Love Movies taping. Uh, you know, uh, pretty cool stuff here. Great theater. We're excited to just do a fun community event in a great fucking town like New Brunswick, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so all of that info, uh, including the virtual show, uh, tickets you can find at whmpodcast.com slash tour. Uh, which is pretty exciting stuff, guys. I'm excited yeah. to yes, definitely to see assholes at airports again. You mm-hmm. know all that all that good stuff. <laughs> see, it's been a while. See uh, each other's assholes as we travel together. Oh, sure, dude. That's, yeah, do. that's how share, we share. share that that I'll get uh, uh, revved up before we go on stage. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh man, that's uh, that's pretty gross, Chris. It's pretty <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it happened. <laughs> uh, so let's take our mind off of how disgusting that uh, imagery was there, and uh, let's get into some trailer segment stuff here on a segment that we call trailer segment. All right, now. Um, you know, I'm not a perfect person, what? and you learn. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you learn and think of new things every week. You know, take suggestions from other people and whatnot. So this week, in the metadata below here in the show info and whatnot, I have the links to both of the trailers we'll be watching this week, folks. So if you at home want to watch along with us, we have the link here for the first one, which is uh, something that I'm super fucking excited for, and I think everybody here is. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, or which one is this? Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, Across, Across the, the Spider-Verse. <laughs> because they've got, like, the next few lined up, and it's all something the Spider-Verse. Well, and, the first and, one was Into the Spider-Verse? I yeah. think that's Into, this and is Across, across? and then I think we might get a Beyond. I don't know about uh, these titles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about these movie titles. You sound like Steve, dude. Well, I mean, that's the problem is you cannot, you can't give a, a, a number system to this unless you just call them Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse 1, Spider-Verse, Spider-verse 2. 2. Spider-Verse right. 3, rather. Right, because right, like, right. if it's a Spider-Man, then it, it's already been done a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and true. It'll be done a hundred more. Yeah. Uh, you can yep. be sure yep. about that. Long after you're in the grave, folks listening, <laughs> once your casket's gone dusty and no one tends to that grave anymore, there'll be a Spider-Man <laughs> movie coming out. It'll still to, be coming out. You have to entertain the empty cities and oceans. You know, those things, those things need to have some entertainment value. Out Look, there. when it turns into Planet of the Apes, you mm-hmm. know, they're going to need movies. So you want to make sure you're making the Spider-Man movies. Absolutely. That's all. Uh, so this one, Across the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse comes out from Sony on 6-2. Uh, you guys ready to watch this trailer here? Because oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, we got a fucking commercial for the commercial. Oh, yeah, I see love, that. They love sticking you with that shit. Uh, so folks at home, get ready to watch along too. In three, two, one, go. All right, new trailer starts now. Nah. I hate that. Like, just start the goddamn trailer. Just let me watch it. I'm Please. here for a reason. I love this animation, man. Yeah. I feel like with this kind of animation out now and in, you know, feature theatrically released shit, like 
there's no excuse to have a bad looking animated movie. You know what I mean? Like budgetary restraints aside, like everybody should be chasing this shit, not mimicking it, but chasing it, chasing new ideas. Mm -hmm. I mean, it definitely looks better than that usual Pixar and Pixar variation of CGI cube people. yeah, Pixar not, hasn't really grown past a certain point. Like, no, it's looked the it's same for pretty thing much that's always going to be there. Right. I love uh, the gag in this trailer that he's getting a... Miles Morales is getting a B in Spanish. That's kind of funny. His <laughs> parents are disgusted. I mean, look at... The, I am going to be so fucking stoned in the theater, man. <laughs> I feel like if I was stoned in the theater for this, I'd get scared. Oh yeah, dude, you'd be a little as scared. Yeah, there's a little, there's too many Spider-Man. What's going? Look at all this scary stuff. Lots of portals. Yeah, a lot of Spider-Man here. Although, I mean, I was so stoned for the first one that uh, I thought it was in 3D when it wasn't. So <laughs> <laughs> that was embarrassing at the theater. So yeah, we're getting some of these Spider-Mans from the last movie back, but there's this guy who looks like a villain Spider-Man. Okay, and there's a baby. I think that's yeah. from the Train Spotting Universe. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, the yes, Train Spotting Spider-Man. Yep. Are we not getting the ham? Is is Spider Pig not back? Oh man, I, if we could, if we could just not do that joke again. <laughs> Although, I don't know. He was all right. It was Actually, fine. Was it was fine. It was I was fine. thinking was how fine. much I despised Spider-Pig in the Simpsons movie. That's what I was thinking of. But it's just like, don't do the same joke over and over again. Unless right. you're a podcast. Well. That's the uh, exception there. This looks so fucking cool, man. Like, this is... I feel like instantly front runner for like best animated feature of the year. Yeah, the animation looks cool. I mean, I'm usually not the biggest animation person, but it actually does look good. Did the first one uh, win animated feature at the Academy Awards? I don't know. Maybe Shrek won instead. Oh, there was a Shrek that year. Yeah, it was whatever (laughs) the Shrek movie was that year. <laughs> Making fun of the having to do a Uncle Ben thing for everybody is kind of great. I mean, the super. I mean, like, I, I I don't get excited about superhero movies anymore. So this is it's nice to somewhat look forward to one. Well, it's kind of weird, I, right? Because I, I mean, I I agree with you guys. I'm totally in that camp, but I feel like I don't consider this a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Like. Obviously, it is, but it's like. But it's trying to do something me, it, different. I mean, yeah, it's more yeah. of like an animation event. By the way, it did win the Academy Award. The first one did. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, it was up against Isle of Dogs, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Incredibles Two, and uh, Mirai. Pretty, pretty stiff competition, actually. Um, yeah, it is yeah. a little stiff one, Chris. Oh, ooh. come on. Oh, <laughs> the competition. Oh, the competition. Yes, come on. Oh, the competition. Oh, I yes. forgot. <laughs> you guys are so dirty, man. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So in one way or another, we will be covering this uh, June 2nd. This sucker comes out. Uh, and then the other thing, which will sort of lead into our, our larger discussion uh, for the episode here. But part of the Star Wars celebration was they released a teaser channel a trailer teaser trailer there we go uh for ahsoka uh which of course comes out on the mouse plus sometime in august no real uh date set for that yet here um all right fellas you got this one teed up all right let's do a three two one go right into the trailer i appreciate that disney thank you yes 
<laughs> some pillars that establishes historical relevance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I love her cutting the hole in the roof here and dropping in. That's pretty badass. Lightsabers yeah, as tools like that. Destroying a temple like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Property damage. Property damage. <laughs> Now, Eric, the whole yes. notion of there's something coming, that's like Thrawn and it must Ezra, be. maybe or something. This, is, this seems to be setting up a lot. I mean, a lot of this is Dave Filoni characters walking around again, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, the Sabine Wren was shown here. She was a Mandalorian from the Rebels show right there. Right. Um, and uh, yes, we do get Thrawn. Mothma. Oh, yes. There's Thrawn's behind. Or he's shot from behind, I guess. <laughs> I and wish this his is juicy ass was on screen, but not, 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 not any luck today, folks. It's a Mickelson, right? It it's is, a... which he denied that he got cast as until this trailer came out, which I kind of oh, respect. Yeah. Oh, and that's Ray Stevenson, man, with a fucking lightsaber. That's kind of cool. Yes, and I'm curious to see what Ray Stevenson's going to be playing in this. It seems like he might yeah. be sort of the Joris Sabuth type of character that Thrawn had in the. Heir to the heir to the Empire books and all that. Um, yeah, which would be like a dark, basically a dark Jedi. Um, in the books, it was a clone, but I don't know if this guy's a clone or not. But oh, okay. Hmm. It's interesting. I mean, it seems to be sort of riding on that line of like. I mean, yes, it's out of the Mandoverse, but there's something like just slightly, I don't know, darker and a little bit more intriguing about it. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. hopefully they stick the landing, especially since they're including Thrawn. I thought Thrawn was handled okay, pretty well on Rebels. Um, so hopefully it's fine. I, I yeah. get a little worried about Filoni sometimes, but hopefully it's fine. I mean, that's I mean, what th I think Thrawn adds that element of dark, like uh, he's supposed to be the next great villain. Like if we're going to have another great villain, it's going to be him. So like sure. the fact that you're introducing him, like it, it immediately gives it a darker tone because it has to be ruled over by this huge dark force that theoretically is what uh, the big Mandoverse movie that we're going to get in six years is going to be centered around. You would think. I mean, I, who the hell knows what that's going to be? Because we have some. Well, we'll we got. We'll, through. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that we'll talk a little about down that. the line. Got to save it. Got to save the juice for the end, mm -hmm. dude. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's trailer segment, gang. Now, let's get into it. We've seen some stuff over the weekend. We want to talk to you all about it. Get into it. The Super Mario Brothers movie. I was there at the theater uh, yesterday morning. It was me and oh, scores of families. So oh, yeah. wait, 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 scores of the night, the day, the morning. Jesus Christ, R risen. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Everyone's going to see Super Mario Brothers instead of perhaps worshiping. Dude, well, he eats, you know, the green mushroom and comes back from the dead. <laughs> I am and, kidding. It's the know. same story. It's the same story. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Mario Mario is like mm -hmm. Jesus H. Christ. And they uh, can't, but, like, really, like, yeah. they, they can't look at, they can't uh, uh, worship Christopher Columbus anymore. So it's good to have a new religious Italian man who can rise up and be a, a, an icon for them. And there's oh. Mario. There's Mario to be. And Luigi, too. I don't right. want to leave Luigi out of this. He is also clearly <laughs> a hero that uh, can be taken up for the cause. This is, I'll, know, I'll just say this, the though. Italian man. We should replace the Christopher Columbus statue at Columbus Circle with Mario Mario. Look, you got, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you right now, you guys are opening up a fucking can of marinara that you don't want to do. Do not... 
start telling certain fucking Italians about Christopher Columbus, man. They don't want to hear it. It's don't want to hear it. It's not always the Sopranos scene. It's not always just that thing is happening. No, just, some no. of them are just pissed off online and like to be pissed off online. Now, is there any other Italian names that end with bus? The hell is that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I guess think I'll so. have to ask my wife. She's Italian. Oh, oh, there you go. go. So, so I'm allowed anyway, to make fun of him. By the way, <laughs> excellent, excellent free pass. Uh, so wait a second. So Chris, I saw your hilarious letterbox review. So you saw this, Eric. You. You tapped out, which was fine. Yes, I, I, well, I just, I actually had family commitments. It's exactly it's dude. insane to say, I know. <laughs> he is, he is risen, dude. And you had to go eat ham and not watch this movie, which Lamb is totally fine. for me, but yeah. Ooh, fuck. Fancy. Oh. Now, yeah, it is fancy, Chris. It's the first time I've ever been jealous of an Easter dinner. Uh, anyway. Uh, so this movie, so Chris, I think, yeah. huh, I think I liked it a little bit more than you, but. Not a ton. And I'll say that for me, it's not a movie. It's just a bunch of levels, basically, with, like, set pieces in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the animation was just stupendous. I really think they did a good job. Um, so that, you know, as far as, like, a thing to look at, and I understand that doesn't, like, make a good movie great or a bad movie good. Mm. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's a good movie. My other sort of initial thing was, I think, I'm stunned I'm saying this, I don't think uh, Chris Pratt and Charlie Day were like as bad as I thought they were going to be because I thought it was going to be like straight line reading. It's not. They are doing regional voices. What's regional mean? Something. They're kind of of just trying to sound like there's the slightest bit of a New York something like every once in a while. Like it's, It's not pronounced and it's not cartoonish. Um, they're just doing something that's not line reading. They unlike, forget about it over here. <laughs> Come on, not even that far. It's yeah. just like a guy who they, they sound like guys who maybe grew up in Brooklyn, went somewhere else for college and grad school. <laughs> you sure, know, yeah, went up to came Harvard, back, came back to Brooklyn to be plumbers instead, and they still got a little bit of the accent. All this to say, though. As far as someone who was just reading a bunch of big, bold lines out of a book, Anya Taylor-Joy, I think she's a good actor, like, in live action shit. She's not a vocal actor. Like, this, I thought the Peach performance was pretty not we're, anything. I, I didn't I mean, see I it, just we're putting her in too much stuff, right? We're well, that's, I mean, she's just A little bit of overexposure. Now. Yeah, yeah I mean, very that's popular. Stuff like this, but, like, I mean, that was my main issue with this is, like, all the... I, I don't I, I thought I had gotten over the celebrities voicing characters thing. Like I thought I had kind of like, whatever, it is what it is. It's not really a thing I pay attention to that sure. often. But yeah. this movie, I really felt like when Jack Black as Bowser sings like this big power ballad, like all I'm thinking is like, oh, it's Jack Black singing a power ballad like he always does. It's yeah. the Tenacious D thing. He's just doing that again. And like it's like you just gave up completely on making Bowser a character. Like, I'm not even slightly interested in doing that. And, like, what, what <laughs> yeah. you said is 100% true. Like, it feels like a, a, a playthrough uh, that you watch on YouTube, a really epic playthrough with yeah. a bunch of Twitter jokes thrown in here and there to kind of make a, 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 a funny movie. Do you mean uh, jokes like about Twitter or jokes that would be popular on Twitter? Like like the more adolescent jokes on Twitter, like a, a big, I'm trying to think of a, like a meme joke, like a, sure, a, but, but like so the not- way that fucking uh, the, the, the only thing, bad thing I will say about Across the Spider-Verse is the fucking 
all the Spider-Man pointing at each other thing, right. like the meme. I'm like, mm-hmm. give it up. Like, yep. So you get some of that in there. And like, like you said, it's just not a movie. It just feels like this was just made. And like, yeah, the animation is good. And I will give it credit for the animation being good. But that is literally the baseline thing I ask of you is that sure. that's yeah. like literally the bare minimum is if you can make the thing look good. Yeah. And I mean, well, I mean, so much of these animated movies don't look good though in one way or another so you know low bar i get it but it yeah. was something i'll say another thing to toss out positively i thought seth rogan was fucking perfect as donkey kong he's good they uh, acknowledge I mean, I mean speaking of like acknowledging things that the internet talks about like the movie leans into like you know donkey kong's laugh makes total sense also being seth rogan's famous goofy laugh so like there's moments in the movie where it's like it's just a shot of donkey kong and he does the Seth Rogen laugh. And I'm like, yep, perfect one-to-one. That makes complete sense to me. I thought the sequence, of course, you have to get, because the game is so huge now, you know, of course. I mean, rightfully, it's excellent. Um, but Mario Kart now, oh, yeah. you know. So there's a whole, basically, Eric, there's like a Mario Kart sequence on Rainbow yeah. Road that's kind of like, honestly, sort of plays like fucking Mad Max kind of <laughs> racing shit. I thought that sequence was really well done, not just animated, but the way it was cut together. The score to the movie is really nice, too. I liked all of the orchestration. Very, you know, huge. Uh, and obviously, like, referencing all the games and shit like that. Now, how um, many turtles die? Is it like a... Quite a lot. Hundreds? Quite a lot. Hundreds? Oh, oh scores. Thousands? Scores yeah. are dead, dude. Scores. That's the thing that's actually interesting. It's like Chris, Cannibal you Holocaust, this? right? <laughs> I mean, oh, they're fucking killing a goat dude on screen. I forgot that. They does only happen. do one in that movie, Eric, and it's not as graphic in Mario Brothers, I will say. Okay. Not Chris, quite as graphic. But Chris, weren't you surprised and a little refreshed, dude, when, Eric, get this, the whole movie, we're saying kill. And it's like, wow. I'm going to kill the Mario Brothers. Nice. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Oh, yeah, dude, we are trying to fucking kill people in this movie. That's awesome. Yep. Um, oh, and speaking of death and destruction, Eric, I know you definitely uh, wanted the the first report about this. In this world, which does start with them, like in Brooklyn, and there's a whole like extended Mario family of like Mama and Papa Mario, and then Chris. Who were these people? There's like a sister and like a scuzzy brother-in-law. Wow. I, I, I don't know if these are actual characters from anything. I, I think they're just. I have no idea if they were like from like- the movie or just like for the movie. It's totally fine because either way, it's hilarious to me the notion of like Mario maybe has a scuzzy brother-in-law. Well, it's I, I, Italian I was... from Brooklyn. They're like, yeah, they got a bunch of scumbag relatives. You know? <laughs> well, that's what um, I think we really should have gotten is Mario comes in uh, to Jake LaMotta's uh, a, a little, you know, little apartment. And he's, and he's like, did you fuck my wife? Mario, oh, did you man. fuck my wife? <laughs> That's what I wanted from this Brooklyn segment. But yeah, you just kind of get like they were bullied by this other Italian guy. Oh, uh, yes. I, there I, is I, a, yeah, a doo doo they used to work for that they quit to yes. start their like Mario Brothers. They plumbing should make business. a Jake LaMotta into the next Super Mario Brothers movie and make him an actual raging bull, you know, like a bull guy. Oh, or I was going to say if they redo Punch Out, dude, make Jake LaMotta right. be a playable character. Yes. Punch but Out. Eric, they should actually do Punch Out. Yes. Yeah. There's a pun- there's a punch out reference, I think, in the game or in the movie. <laughs> Might be yeah. funny slip there. But Eric, the important thing about set in Brooklyn, all this stuff, don't worry, dude. Confirmation 9 11 was witnessed by the Mario Brothers. Oh, really? Good. Do they yeah, is yeah. it flashback? Little tears they're no, on the roof. There's not, it? but here's here's the two things. Like they film a like 
like little commercial for the plumbing company. And in that, it's like Brooklyn looking into Manhattan, Freedom Tower. Oh. Okay. And mm-hmm. then uh, there's some poster that Mario has in his room or something. Um, and it's, it's maybe like an old sporting event or something like that. And it's like the New York skyline trade towers. Oh. So Until that yeah, day dude. on 9-11 uh-huh. in the Super Mario Brothers world, one of those giant... Um, big blocks with the mean face came over it <laughs> and went bah, 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 bah. oh man yeah and then it went over to the next one bah, 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 bah. yeah and then we just we rebuilt them as really big moving cactuses yes yep. we just That's cool. big, exactly two large moving cactuses <laughs> of course uh so i don't know all this to say i think it makes a totally fine streamable thing but seeing it on the big screen with the animation your kids will dig on it and if you're high like me and that was kind of nice to look at. Sure. Uh, so moving on to something I didn't see, but you two did. Ben Affleck's Air. Yes. Mm. I thought it was uh, now despite this. This was funny about this movie. It's like I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for like performances of people talking. Guy going to an office, talking to another guy in an office. That's kind of yeah. it's it's scratching. Really, 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 really telling them where to go. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's a movie about a shoe. <laughs> and it's about Nike. And it was yeah. so funny about this. It's like, I said, I like this movie on Letterboxd. I give it three and a half stars. I enjoyed it uh, more or less. But do you regret uh, the three and a half? You kind of sounded like you were like, oh, fuck. I should. No, no. What I'm trying to get at is. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, oh, well, full, full River Red. Oh, that's propaganda. Oh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, that's propaganda. Oh, the Nike shoe movie. Let's go <laughs> to the theater. That's fine. Yeah. It's, just, it's no also propaganda. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, I mean, like, I have, yeah, it, it's a big Nike commercial. And there are moments where, like, towards the end, there is one shot where it just, like, zooms in on a big Nike. Like, it, it's a, a neon right. sign that says Nike. Yeah. And, like, what did it, I mean, like, I, I, this is, I, I'm not the first one to say it. It's Moneyball light. It yeah, has okay. none of the guts of Moneyball. Okay. It has none of the, like, dramatic. Uh, a rigor of Moneyball, but it has essentially what you liked in Moneyball, the talking in offices about a, an obscure, but now very popular uh, 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 obsession for people. People love shoes now, especially the Air Jordan original run. Right. Uh, so I, I, I see. And I honestly, I have not liked Matt Damon this much in a long time. I thought he was wow, really, okay. really good in it. Uh, Bateman's and uh, Bateman and Affleck are good. I, I will say this. I don't think this is a spoiler. I really do think they should have had someone there. They they should have given the Michael Jordan actor some lines. I don't even think you see his face. Yeah, but I'm like, fine with that personally. I kind of wanted, like, at the end of it, because they're talking so much about, like, the, the whole point of it is, like, uh, at the end, like, you have to do something that's uh, about you, that's personal to you. Like, yeah. that, that's the whole point of Air Jordan and the, the marketing behind it is, like, it's very it's tailored to him. To then not have him at least say something sounds, right. it's a little weird to me. Uh, I, and again, it's uh, the, the, the talk, the dialogue is pretty good. The performances are pretty good. Uh, it's just something that I wasn't fully satisfied with. Well, so but they, I was just, they just have like a fella that like they shoot yes. from behind or yep. something. And he I think there anything. is a moment where he says something on a phone or two, but yeah, yeah. It, it's very used very sparingly. I thought that was kind of, a strength personally, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's good that he's not like a full on supporting character in the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or true. I mean, shit, we know he's such a great actor. What if they put him in the movie and then, Hey, Amazon, 
kick in a few more shekels to the special effects department. You de-age Michael Jordan. He plays himself in the movie mm. in the I, era. You know this this I this is giving me an idea. Air two. And it's all the executives <laughs> talking in offices trying to get Space Jam off the ground. Yes. <laughs> just the I would making watch of Space Jam. Or just the deal to get it done. Nothing yes. about the making of the movie. It no. ends with like a, and we're making, you know, or it ends with like the green light turning on, right? Get Joe Pitka. Got, you got to get Ben Affleck as Joe Pitka. That's clearly what you have to do. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll be streaming soon yes. enough by the way on, i mean it's Prime. just it's very watchable and it's it would be a great dad for noon you know absolutely oh that true. Perfect. that's what it's built for really right yeah. right right uh all right so let's breeze through here as we're coming up on the hour we just love to gab we got the gift of gab of course the star wars celebration is <sighs> still going on was at least over the weekend i think it is still going on uh over in foggy old london town mm -hmm. uh so they made a bunch of announcements here we're getting to some of them and of course our resident uh dr star wars himself eric siska will be on hand to answer some of our curiosities maybe but first up <laughs> uh a, a show called the acolyte uh where are we here? Hang on. Sorry. Uh, there. Acolyte. There we go. Sorry about that. And there. That's what I wanted to pull up. Jesus Christ. It's a series <laughs> on D Disney Plus. Uh, the 2024 is the release date. And this is a High Republic set crime series, which sounds fucking rad, man. I'm excited for them to start exploring these other eras. I do not need... I do not need to talk about the Skywalker family forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Sure. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, some other like kind of pluses for this. I'll just throw it out here. It's created by Leslie Headland. She did Russian doll. Very uh, exciting. At least the first season of that was great. I never watched uh, part two. Don't even know if she was associated with it. Um, other things here mentioning uh, Wuja fighting style is going to be in the film. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. That makes, she says that makes yeah. me happy. So get this. I mean, these are like some legit references here. She says um, she's inspired by uh, Shaw Brothers productions like Come Drink With Me and Touch of Zen. That's amazing. That's King amazing. Hoop. This is making me feel even better about the show. I hadn't heard this until you just said that. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's great. I love the those Shaw two, Brothers. And those are two uh, amazing movies also that are mentioned. Uh, yes. Come Drink With Me and, and Touch of Zen are fucking great. And you know, here's the thing, right? Because it's like you see, you know, this creator say those titles versus like, because I love the Matrix and Crouching Tiger. And you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, all right. So yeah. do I. We, yeah. we all do. Yeah, I went to high school in the early aughts as well. <laughs> but this is, I mean, it's really rad. Those are like some deeper cuts, which I like. Other yes. details here, Eric. Um, we're likely to see Kalnaka. The Wookiee uh, Jedi. The Wookiee Jedi. Now, listeners of the Gleep Glossary, our Star Wars sideshow on Patreon, mm. will know there was Lobaka in. Mm. Um, right. We, I believe Lobaka existed in the New Jedi Order series, which also interestingly got announced. So maybe <laughs> if we're lucky, we get two Jedi Wookiees eventually. Dude. And maybe they fight each other. Like one turns evil for some well, reason. High Republic said this one. Oh, wait. You know, they, oh, they're oh, old oh, as fuck, though. That's right. They age differently. Now, a, oh, ma a mere man from High Republic will probably be mm. dead by yes. the time you get to post Return of the Jedi. But. A Wookiee. Who knows with this Wookiee? Who knows? Wookiee lasts yeah. forever. Do <laughs> they? Oh, forever. Damn. <laughs> Wookiees are forever. This <laughs> this anniversary. Keep in mind, Wookiees are forever. Get her um, Wookiees. So 
yeah. I don't know. That sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, some people that are attached to the uh, the program here, uh, including Amanda Stenberg from uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies most recently. Uh, Daphne Keene, who was uh, the little terror girl in Logan. Uh, Lee Jung Jai, the dude from uh, Squid Game. Uh, oh, and Manny Jacinto from The Good Place, and also known for being cut out of Top Gun Maverick. That's Ooh. yeah, just in the background <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, I guess that's you don't fucking you don't fuck with Tom Cruise, man. That's oh, is that what know. happened? I oh. think it was a thing where like there was there was you know there wasn't some getting along. Oh, oh okay, shit. I, I was Tom, not aware. I would and it could be just like you. like you know personality clashes. Not even sure. like this dude did anything. It's just like. Something about Tom Cruise's fucking Fetan readings that day, you know. Mm. Maybe the like good what place. Seeing. I can see the good place making some pretty brutal Scientology jokes. Oh, yeah. that, that <laughs> that's probably possible. It. That might have done it. <laughs> like Tom Cruise, like watched an episode the night after their first rehearsal. Was like, wait a minute, that guy's oh oh fuck this. That's why He's I hate cut. That's why I hate <laughs> Ted dancing too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and uh, Jody Turner Smith is in it, and Carrie Ann Moss. Speaking of the fucking Matrix, wow! Um, so that's a stacked ass cast with a creator uh, who's made stuff I like and is a fan of, uh, and has seen things I also like. So that's um, yeah. it's all very interesting, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, so up next, something that maybe not as interesting to us, uh, but Skeleton Crew, the League of Skeletons. We will be taking <laughs> on the Jedi Order. <laughs> Now, can you imagine? I, can I you wish. imagine, Eric? That would be fantastic. But I don't <laughs> like think God damn. we should do a Jason and the Argonauts type of thing in Star Wars. Why not? I, I'm sure it was an influence at some level. Oh, oh we sure. should do a thing where it's like oh, dude, stop motion Star Wars yes. stuff, like Harryhausen type shit. That would be cool. Like a regular guy has to fight a skeleton. Now, that is my favorite <laughs> type of movie or TV show. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh well, so this is sort of being billed as like the Goonies in Star Wars, in a way. Uh, this is Jude Law leading a bunch of little kids through the galaxy because they get lost. Something, something. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I like Jude Law, and I'm kind. I'm curious about this. We'll see how it goes. I see on your show notes here, you say that at the time period is the same as Mando and Book of Boba Fett, which surprises yep. me because I thought Does this it? would be a post Order sixty six type of show. Huh. Oh. Maybe maybe I have that wrong. Well, Mando's post order sixty six. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, but I meant like oh, like I closer to getting, getting force sensitive kids out of the the oh, fucking uh, oh oh you know, oh the Holocaust that was going on. Oh, I see. Okay. that was just I me mean, just like going. Oh, I think it's going to be about that. I had no idea. So. Oh, I don't know. I, um, I, look, I'm just very excited to see a, a Jedi, a young Jedi master, do the truffle shuffle. Uh, if <laughs> I don't you can know get, that it's going to be there that will be a, a Twitter discourse <laughs> to end all if that actually happens. <laughs> um, another, you know, just a couple uh, cool little beats about it. Quick, I just oh, double check. Yeah. Yes, it will take place in the New Republic era, which is the same okay. timeline as Mandalorian and Ahsoka. So that's that's interesting. I what 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 what, what do these kids need? Uh, guy helping them out. Uh, New Republic's here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some other pluses for this, I have to say, Carrie Condon. That's great. great That's encouraging. Gary Condon yeah. on the show. And some directors of note for episodes uh, include Daniels, uh, John Watts, and yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, who, you know, does a good job directing Star Wars I, stuff. I, I also heard a rumor that David Lowry is doing one, which I would be very interested in. Oh, definitely. Yeah. David Lowry fan. 
Dude, David Lowry, kind of like a perfect fit for Star Wars. Like well, just the, the universe. He's at the, I mean, he's on Disney now. He's, uh, his Peter Pan movie comes out this month. Oh, that does look terrible. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I trust him. I, I, yeah, I that, I yeah that's him. the thing. I do like his movies, but I just, I'm so, more fucking Peter Pan shit. What, come on. What they, they've mean? always been trying to crack. It's the same thing with Pinocchio. They just keep going back to it because they want to, someone wants to crack it. And like Guillermo right. did as good as a version as you're going to see, I think. Oh, uh, it's the best Pinocchio. Stop that, making Pinocchios now. That, that and the original Disney one are about as perfect as you can imagine. Sure. And, and like, Tell that to Roberto Benigni, dude. I, anyway. Oh, if he, if he wants to come and get that me. That dude loves me. Pinocchio, man. He is very into it. I th <laughs> but the, 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 with, the, with the fucking Peter Pan thing, like the original sure. one is good. But yeah, the, the, um, the guy who did Beasts of the Southern Wild, he completely flamed out trying to make one of these oh that was a, that was a dreadful <laughs> really dreadful boring movie. movie really really boring by the yeah. way it looks like jude law as captain hook and jim gaffigan as smee oh man jim gaffigan's gonna get humiliated on screen more what's <laughs> why jim yeah why? oh dude maybe he's gonna get put in the boo box oh no <laughs> jim gaffigan goes in the boo box dude <laughs> uh yeah i just i don't know about that i'm i'm whatever that one was with hugh jackman that was the straw that broke the that camel's back was for me. pretty joe wright's a uh, pan uh, i believe is what you're talking about. Yeah. that was like they're fucking singing nirvana and whatnot they're like, like trying to predict the reviews with that title <laughs> uh so anyway i don't know that's skeleton crew uh i don't know it's uh 23 sometime i think it's late. all it's all wrapped up and no actual date yet so okay here's uh the next one uh nug number three ray's return the character of uh of ray here of course played by Daisy Ridley in that sequel trilogy. Honestly, she's, she's getting a new story. Yeah. I'm kind of into it because I didn't feel like I had a satisfying conclusion to, Absolutely. Her, to mm -hmm. that sequel trilogy. And I've been saying, let's do something else in the sequel era. I mean, I might even prefer a show that we can like sit in and, and explore those nooks and crannies, but sure. we'll see what's going to happen with this. I, I, I assume they're going to try to make her because, because the fans, Hated what happened to Luke Skywalker, that sure. he got disillusioned or whatever, which would happen, by the way. Yes. It's <laughs> the best part of the movie. He, so, that's a great character development. What the exactly. fuck is wrong with <laughs> <you? laughs> People don't. We're going to get kicked off YouTube if we say that was a good movie. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But uh, Continue, yeah. She's going to start. I'm assuming she's going to start training Jedi how yes. Luke Skywalker did in the novels. And we're going to really follow that through, which is fine. Um, but it has to be something more to it than that. And we will see. I'm sure they have an idea if they're making a fucking movie out of it. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm a, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a, excited for it. And it's, it's, yeah, I should say it's a feature. Uh, and it will be directed by Charmaine uh, Obeid Chinoy. She did uh, the Ms. Marvel show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess Daisy Ridley Plus. couldn't get anything else, right? Like, her, where, where, where's her career well, she, been? She did that really horrible Tom Holland movie, Chaos Walking with Doug Lyman. That was a pretty big disaster. Um, uh, and then she's got, uh, she just had a movie at Sundance. Um, oh, yes, the uh, office something. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the She's title. An office worker of some sort. Uh, yeah, it's like a dark, dark, dark comedy. 
the uh, okay. the problem my problem with the Ray movie is a, the name you didn't say yet, which is Stephen Knight. Uh, Stephen it, Knight is writing it. it yes, it, he's it, the well, he's the Peaky Blinders he's fellow. The Peaky People Blinders like guy, which is a TV show, and he does good with TV, I think. But does uh-huh. everybody remember what his uh, what the more uh, recent Stephen Knight <gasps> on this program he showed up? What Serenity? Oh, oh dude, that's what I was gonna guess. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so have fun oh, with that. That's I'm a sure. clencher. That's a clencher. <laughs> well, Damn. I guess yeah. it's got to be Star Wars, so it's got to <laughs> suck. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll see. Maybe it'll prove maybe. us wrong. Pull it, th- he, pull it out, buddy. I hope he, for he you. He also wrote Spencer, which was decent. So that was okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Very good movie. Uh, oh, so uh, just to. I wanted to pull it up and give it a proper plug. Uh, the film I was talking about that Daisy Ridley was in at Sundance is called Sometimes I Think About Dying, directed by Rachel Lambert. Same. Uh, <laughs> I fucking knew that was coming. <laughs> of course. Uh, it was still very funny, though. I'm looking to see if there's a uh, release date on this sucker. Nope. So mm. look for that uh, wherever. So, all right. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about it because the biggest push for me is i agree with you eric like that character just did not have any kind of actual ending because that movie was written by reddit and it's fucking garbage yeah no one had a satisfying conclusion i would even like finn to come back in some regard but i doubt that's gonna happen oh no john boyega i mean you'd have to have uh what's the bruce willis line in die hard three 15 great big dump trucks going up the fdr and they all got to be filled with fucking money for john boyega dude i think yeah. that just, they burned him they burned him so hard on those movies yeah he ain't coming back no I, and I he shouldn't not. like go have a you know a much more you know rich fulfilling career for you personally like i totally get that shit uh all right nug number four we're going to learn about the first Jedi in recorded history in a new movie from James Mangold. Mm. So that's a lot to unpack. Well, I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited for the director, I guess. Uh, he was originally supposed to do a, a Boba Fett movie that right, got canceled right. because people didn't go see Solo. So it became that terrible TV show eventually instead. Mm. Um, I, I want to live in the alternate history where that movie got made and, and see what that would have been like. But it sure. does good with anti heroes. The fucking Logan's really good still. But a biblical epic type of thing. I I'm curious to see what this would be because I would have no idea what this would be. That's the thing, right? That's I think the mystery of what any of it could look like is pretty exciting. It's based twenty five thousand years before the original trilogy, so. Mm. You know, we won't have to worry about the Skywalker family. Right. Well, who knows? Maybe Palpatine existed at the start oh, of the universe. Man, and, uh, no. Uh, in the beginning, there was me. Yeah. And then space <laughs> formed around me. And uh, the planet started. And I said, hey, let me run one. Then I made more of me. There was so many me's around. This is just a bunch of Palpatines throwing bones in the air and looking at a big black uh, uh, tower in front of them and screaming at it. <laughs> there was a uh, there was a picture of uh, Ian McDermott. He showed up at the Star Wars celebration or whatever. Mm-hmm. With each with each Star Wars celebration, man, you are saving more money on his Emperor makeup. Oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep bringing him back. It's like it's like a living coupon. Yeah, uh, it's true. I'm just I'm just joking. But it's, it's cool funny because it's true. Well, 
<laughs> I had it. I wanted to show it here. I thought it was a pretty sharp picture. It was James Mangold. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Film's logo, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I like Mangold, man. I'm really curious about this whole thing. We'll have to see. Uh, all right. Final nug. You guys ready for the final nug? Last precious nug. Many nugs. <laughs> uh, the Mandoverse theatrical event directed by Dave Filoni. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what, yeah. what is this going to be? The, it's the culmination of, I guess, the Mandalorian, which who knows how many seasons we have yet to see. This sure. is still years away. So there's no way you could even speculate other than maybe is do we get do we get to kill Thrawn in this movie? Um, I oh, don't that would be interesting. I mean, um, I think he'll probably be yeah. a major figure in it. I can't speak to what I mean since everything seems to be heading towards his introduction, and then you will have time clearly in one season or another of whatever show to build right. him up to this point. I mean, I just I, I I don't see where else you would go with it other than Thrawn centric. Sure. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you two guarantees. One. Dave Filoni is going to be wearing a cowboy hat through it all. Oh, and yeah. two, it'll probably be written by John Favreau. So that's okay. <laughs> I just want to get that. I like this picture. Look at him. I mean, <laughs> these dudes, whatever. They are fucking, they're getting the job done, man. They're working in the Star Wars. Uh, uh, whatever. My, my rule, it stays. Yeah. It's been since I was in, in high school. If you're going to yep. wear a cowboy hat, you have to go everywhere by horse. Right. I, I will not accept this. Also, I will not accept this shit. An Italian in a cowboy hat, you better be filming in Spain right now. <laughs> yes, you better, buddy. I don't think there's going to be anything funnier uh, mentioned today. So I think we should start wrapping up and plugging the week. Mm. Oh, man, Eric, that was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a lot of stuff coming out this week. Uh, and actually, the week, because there's so much content here in the WHMU, the week actually had to start yesterday so when uh, you know he was rising and all that uh, we released a we love movies episode all about planet of the apes that's out now on patreon of it's a very fun episode on uh, a great movie that is worth revisiting and or visiting for the first time if you have not totally. very good movie i we sadly we tried to get we were trying to do a big event for this we were trying to get charlton heston to come back to life <laughs> it did not happen we could not get him to come out of his little cave sadly uh but you know what we tried that's what's important we tried to dude. pick him up from his cold, dead hands, and uh, he was just a skeleton. He's a part of the dude, skeleton league now. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I'm trying for so I can make the deadline next month's Big Daddy Dispatch. I'm going to have watched all the Apes movies, right? Ooh. So over the weekend, I did the Tim Burton. Dude, <laughs> that that cameo with Heston as oh, right. like, the father. Mm. Uh, it's way worse than you remember. It's so, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so fucking disgraceful. He's debasing himself uh, in in that movie, and it's great. It's great to see it happen to such. You a should mention previous guy. episode as well. Yes, that's right. I've seen some people actually saying they're going back and re-listening since this is April. And speaking of April, folks, uh, on We Hate Movies for the first time uh, covered on either feed. We're doing a George Romero movie. Hell yeah. Monkey Shines, of course. Um, we had some Monkey Shines first timers uh, in the room with with myself and Chris. Uh, Eric, you yeah. had seen it before? No, I can't No, remember. no, no. This is my first time. And it is a very interesting movie. I, it is a light yeah. recommend for me. So check yeah. it out and then join us uh, for the episode drop later tonight or 
Maybe you're listening to this in the future and it's already out. <laughs> of course. Ooh, maybe it's 6,000 years in the future, dude. Yeah. It's an ape listening to 25,000 years <laughs> in the past, someone's listening to it somehow. Um, and also, of course, Thoy's Day will be uh, the next drop of the Mandalorian half hour. It will be the penultimate episode of that uh, television series uh, season. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see what's... We'll see. see what's going up. I don't know. A lot of, lot of, lot of cowboy hats. Um, <laughs> and then Friday, just more fucking Star Wars, man. The Star Wars faucet is open. Uh, we're going to talk on the Gleep Glossary, Eric. Who are we talking about? Uh, Wicket, the Ewok fella. And oh, yeah. Look at him. It's going to be uh, quite an episode. So be sure to tune in <laughs> as you know or you don't know. The Gleep Glossary has gone off the rails lately, and it continues <laughs> its downward trajectory. So please tune in. Uh, I think by downward, you mean upward, my friend. Depends on who you are. You know, I've read both, <laughs> both sure. comments. Takes all kinds. It does uh, take all kinds. But that's going to do it uh, for us here on On Screen Live this week, folks. Um As always, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe uh, to the channel. Like this video, subscribe to the channel. Smash that uh, little alarm bell there, you know, Mm -hmm. so you get reminders of when we go on the air. You don't miss a second of this shit. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Speaking of reminder. Oh, uh, yeah. 420, our virtual live show on King Kong 2005. I don't think that's ever coming out. It's going to be a one-time high event so please tune into that (laughs) oh yeah available for a week as a replay oh good call yes there's also an after party i think that's when it's going to get really fucking weird oh yeah that's vile and it's sort of also a warm-up for us because we're going on the road again you know that's right may 18th we'll be at Cobb's comedy club in san francisco talking about star trek for the voyage home Mm. then may 22nd we'll be at the hollywood improv in los angeles california talking twins Mm -hmm. and then of course June 15th at the State Theater in New Brunswick, New Jersey. We will be talking about The Birdcage, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and that is a benefit show. So you are contributing to a good cause by doing that. That's right. I saw someone asking, um, oh, if I can't make the show, can I donate to the theater or something? And, you know, that's very nice. My answer is I have no idea. So reach out to the State Theater in New Jersey and see what they have to say about that. Yes. We don't know how... Any venue operates that we play. We're no, just, we don't. We're just the meat, folks. We we're just show the meat. up and they're like, oh, God, where are we putting these fuckers? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can't wait to feel the love uh, backstage in just a few weeks. Uh, but anyway, that's going to do it, folks. Have a great week. Uh, until next time on On Screen Live, I've been Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Adios. That was a HeadGum Podcast.